Good morning and welcome to The Breakfast Show. You are listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8 or 88, wherever you are on the Faith FM network. And you are joined by myself, Lawson, sitting across from me. We have Nikita joining us again this morning, as well as producer Shell on the decks, getting it done here in the studio. In our, in our new studio, I, I like to call the studio The Dungeon. This is uh, and this isn't the new new studio. This is another temporary one. We're gonna be moving to our like official new studio. It's like a couple hundred meters up the road, and we're gonna be heading there once it's finished. But right now we're in the dungeon, having the best time. And the thing that I really like about it is that it's like literally like a hundred meters or less from my bedroom, <laughs> and from my from my bed. Like it's it's really. It's really that close because I, I live here on the campus at Avondale. We're underneath the library. You know, we study right above here. So we're, <laughs> dude, we're living our best lives. But Nikita, what are you grateful for this morning? Oh, I'm I'm grateful for like church family actually. Yeah, uh, amazing. I've got friends who are actually helping me out um, moving later today. Oh, <laughs> straight after so this, so good, <laughs> so good. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah. is it a big move? Do you have lots of stuff? Yes, um, once because when you're outside of dorms and you're sure yeah. you're sharing a house with yeah. other people, you accumulate a lot of things. And I have many hobbies that involve um, a sewing stash, knitting uh, stash. <laughs> oh, that's um, so good. I, well, if you're sewing and you're knitting, I can imagine like is your do you have lots of like clothing and blankets? And... I have a lot of um, what you could say whips, so works in progress. Ah, okay, okay, <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Mate, you you are very much like a good friend of mine who's familiar to some Breakfast Show listeners, none other than our good friend Monica, who is a previous host on The Breakfast Show. Dude, yeah, work in that's, – that's the life, the work in progress life right there with, uh, with sewing and crocheting. Well, coming up in today's show – okay, the, uh, I told you so. I told you so. That's that's that's. All right. I'm just gonna say that and leave it there. We're gonna be looking at a, a bit of interesting news, interesting financial news. Uh, we're also going to be doing an interview with Jennifer Skews and getting into our Bible study on the Psalms. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. And we are going to have our first quiz question of the day. If you can get that for us, Nikita, can do. First question is, what land was Jacob and his family living in when the famine came? Oh, okay. If you answer to this one, 0491 That is the number to text. And if you text that number with the correct answer, you will go into the draw to win an amazing prize that I have in front of me. It's called The Wisdom of Solomon. It is a board game, a really epic board game where you work together as governors. You're a, you're appointed governors and you are working to build the kingdom of Israel. So you've got like resources and I'm assuming term by term you establish different things, build up the temple. Like, oh, I, I love this. I, 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 I love that you get to be a politician and you know, make certain decisions. That, that's cool. It's, it's, it's the power that I know that I should never have. Um, but I can exercise in a, in a, in, in a game like this. So, Pretty fair. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. If you, if you want to become a governor of Israel and help Solomon build the temple and whatnot, you can win this board game absolutely for free. And the way that you win it is by answering questions correctly and texting those answers in at zero four nine one zero six four 
0491 Again, that's 0491 We will have a draw at the end of the week at 8.45 on Friday. Short week this week, actually. Oh, it'll be tomorrow. Yeah. You're right. Oh. I keep saying that. I'm, I just realized <laughs> it's Australia Day. Yeah. Dude. Okay, yeah. Well, tomorrow. Tomorrow at 8.45, that's when we are going to have the draw. So that number again, 0491-064-669. Do you want to give that question for us one more time? Yes, we'll do. What land was Jacob and his family living in when the famine came? Mm, Yeah. Yes. It wasn't the western suburbs of Sydney. I'll I'll give you that. (laughs) Hopefully that that narrows it down. You're listening to The Breakfast Show here on Faith FM and Nikita. Please give us some positively different news this morning. Yes. So I was doing a little bit of research and Mm -hmm. I found this um, article on the ABC News where a boy actually calls an ambulance weeks after he received life-saving lessons from the paramedics in Victoria. Okay. This is a domestic story. And so this boy... He, he calls the ambulance. Wait, wait, why did he receive paramedic training? How old is this kid? He's seven years old. And oh, wow. It was actually a month before the situation that happened with his father, actually. Mm. His dad managed to um, dial triple zero mm. and actually collapsed. So then it was up to the son, Harry, mm. um, as he is, um, his name was put forward, to then um, tell the ambulance, basically, the connector for the ambulance mm. sorry um that these are the signs these are where, like the shops in the area that were around i don't know where the street signs are but he basically helped aid them to be mm. able to get to the perfect place wave them down and it was all because of the training at his primary school dude amazing <laughs> i remember being like six seven years old and being you know all like same same age being told about triple zero what you should do in an emergency and what you shouldn't, shouldn't, shouldn't do at a pool and like all yes. of those classic things. But like, I think I've never had to, I've called an ambulance before for sure. But like, as in, as at that age, I never had mm. to really use that knowledge. But, Luckily enough. And not for family either. And yeah. it's so stressful in those situations. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, it was one of the um, beautiful things is they said to the students um, that if you call triple zero, then there is no matter to be scared. So it actually brings a little sense of comfort in their lives because being in a situation like that, it brings such stress, especially Mm. at that age. I mean, even at our age, it's just like, I don't know what's going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's hectic. I'm just thinking the last time I called an ambulance. It was because a friend of mine had a seizure Mm. and I was like, this is intense you know like usually in those i had the ambulance called for me a, a number of times uh, because <laughs> i am i uh i am a serial bone breaker well, when i was younger <laughs> when i was like you know under under 17 um i was just breaking bones all the time and so i yeah constantly had the uh the the ambos called on me i did a couple of ambo or maybe not a couple maybe at least an ambo trip a year basically oh geez but uh I, i'm not i'm not quite in that space <laughs> anymore but yeah no that's great that's great to hear and this kid I'm, I'm sure is obviously happy for his parents but it's i think i i'd imagine he's really like receiving some praise for like yeah. good job like for helping out your dad and absolutely whatnot. like they're just really congratulating him because it's it's just one of those things where mm. you shouldn't have to handle those situations at such a young age, but it's also really good to be informed at a young age too. Like yeah. learning 
just in case this situation happens, just remember, dial triple zero, and then um, you will be safe. You will be comforted by professionals yeah. who will be joining you. I wonder if there's some brownie points here for the kid in terms of his standing amongst the family, you know, like he gets asked to wash the dishes and then he says like, <laughs> dad, I literally saved your life. Like you would be dead if I didn't call the ambulance, like give me a break. And the dad's like, oh, fine. You know, okay. Uh, he probably shouldn't do that. It sounds like a really good kid. Sounds uh, like a good kid. Definitely. But, uh, oh, that's so funny. That's, oh, praise but, God. That's yeah. really, really awesome. Like his father actually basically calls his son a hero because if it wasn't for um, Harry, then his dad, who knows what would have happened mm. and who knows what would have happened if Harry didn't actually have that information as well. Mm. And it's just such a beautiful thing that the government actually enables that mm. at such a young age. Cause I remember healthy Harold when I was. Oh, classic. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Awesome. Um, that giraffe, like oh. <laughs> changed my life. I mean, mm-hmm. well, so many kids, so many young Australian kids, you know, uh, who were, who were blessed to receive, Healthy Harold Council and be able mm. to know what's healthy and what's not healthy and yeah, Absolutely. do the right thing. So that's with that story. Mm. There's another one. I love animals. Oh, I have to amazing. say, there was recently a birth for a critically endangered gorilla mm. in London Zoo, mm. and it's just an adorable baby with the mother. All healthy, perfectly yeah. fine after giving birth, as well as the father. Mm. And they kind of did like a maternity shot for it. <laughs> and it's just such a beautiful thing to be able to have new life come into the world yeah. from a critically endangered species yeah, as well. Absolutely. Because it's, it's such a beauty to be able to have God's creation around us mm-hmm. and just for a new life entering the world to be able to experience yeah. the joys of. And especially like, I think a, a bounce back in the population of, mm. like you said, critically endangered, these gorillas, like uh, this is something that I've said a few times here on the breakfast show before, but our number one job, job that was given to us by God in the very beginning was that of being conservationists mm. in a sense, like to, to, tend to the Garden of Eden, yes. to, to look after the plants and the animals and all the things that are there. So it's a huge blessing. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. And we are going to have our next quiz question, please. Yes. The second question is, which book tells of the travels and works of the apostles? Mm, okay. Which book tells... Of the travels and the works of the apostles. 0491-064-669 is the number to text if you know the answer to that one. I think this is like okay, here's a clue. It's my favorite book in the Bible. <laughs> it's it's my it's my number one. It's my favorite. It's my go-to. I I really like reading this book. Hey, 0491-064-669 is the number to text if you know the answer to that one. Hopefully that helps. <laughs> um, of course, our prize for this week, The Wisdom of Solomon, which is an awesome, epic board game where you get to build a kingdom, basically, of, mm. of Israel, build up the temple and the city of Jerusalem. But it's also, you build the city of Jerusalem, but then also like the surrounding cities like Hamath and Phoenicia and Bashan and Jezreel and Gilead and Ammon and Moab and Edom, like all of these, all these really cool, cool places and cool spots. You get to 
build up, you know, in the uh, in in the the kingdom or the empire of Israel that existed at that time under Solomon. You act, you play as a governor, and you're diverting resources and doing all those you things. Learn to have the wisdom of Solomon. Amen. Hey, zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to text. And again, can you get that question for us, please? Yes. Which book tells of the travels and works of the apostles? Amazing. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. And speaking of managing and directing and diverting, and particularly when it comes to uh, some, some, some finan- in the financial <laughs> area, uh, I, I started out intro, in the intro to the show. Mm. I said, my news is I told you so. And yes. the reason I say that is because uh, those who are maybe regular listeners or long-time listeners of The Breakfast Show know that I have some very certain hang-ups when it comes to the financial industry and current financial trends and specifically cryptocurrency. Mm-hmm. Cryptocurrency, I, I've got some big hang-ups with because outside of like the, I call it the, like the big two, which is like Bitcoin and Ethereum, which are like, again, also very volatile investments. Yeah. Outside of those two, which have clear and direct application that's being used all over the world, the rest of it, just seems to be a scam, to be honest, and it's just sucking people in to 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 basically lose their money. And there have been because it's so unregulated the space, the gotcha. the amount of financial crime and rug pulls and all of these things that have happened and taken place in that area is has been rampant. It's died off a little bit now, mm-hmm. but I want to talk about a particular story this morning uh, about and the reason I'm talking about it on the breakfast show is because it relates to 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 Christianity. Yeah. Uh, and that is the so for crypto cryptocurrency, for those who don't know, is just a decentralized currency that has kind of nothing behind it. It's digital currency. We we don't have the gold standard anymore, but our standard is whether you're in America and it's weighed mm. against the, the national treasury or you're here in Australia, whatever it may be. It's like your your currency is certified at a certain amount, a certain value by the government, you know, and that that's where the value in it comes from, that this is a legal tender that is used and traded. Gotcha. Now, if you have an online currency, like a, a cryptocurrency, it's decentralized for it to be valuable, it needs to have some application. Mm. And the value of, say, a Bitcoin, which is incredibly valuable, and I'm sure it's a word that you've all heard, and it's been a huge topic uh, for, for quite a number of years now. The value in Bitcoin comes in the fact that it's a decentralized currency that people are actually using as legal tender. So that means that because people are buying it and selling it and trading it, mm. and there's only a certain amount of them, and people want them to use as legal tender, the value of Bitcoin increases and increases yeah. and increases, right? But there's nothing stopping you or me from creating one of these digital currencies and just selling it, right? Mm. But if there's no trading of it happening and there's no application of that currency, like if it's not being used anywhere, then it's essentially worthless. And it's very easy for cryptocurrencies to end up in that place uh, because they are just made by random people Mm -hmm. one of those cases uh, and a case that is is kind of blown up in the news right now uh this guy his name is ellie regalado he is from the united states from from colorado Mm -hmm. and he is an online pastor who is currently facing him and his wife are facing a civil fraud case for selling 3.2 million dollars in a cryptocurrency so it's called indx coin and it was sold in the most 
Christian way. Like their, yeah. their, their company, their LLC is called Kingdom Wealth Exchange. And, and <laughs> the way they're selling it, they're telling their, the, the people who they're selling it to, like, yes, this is, this is a crypto coin for a cryptocurrency for ministry. It's mm-hmm. going to see huge financial returns. You know, it's going to be really amazing and you're going to make money off this. It's a solid, it's a sure investment. Mm-hmm. And because of that, yeah, he, he was able to secure $3.2 million in funding, yeah. uh, which fund, which, you know, and, and as a result, like the optics that people had at the time was, yeah. you know, he's driving around in, in Range Rovers and he's, mm. and he's like living his best life and owning big houses and whatnot. And so, for the people who bought into this, these Christian people, because that's what it was targeted towards. Yeah. They were like, yes, like, you know, through this crypto, that's the life that I'm going to use. But the problem is, again, if a cryptocurrency doesn't have a direct application that makes mm. it traded um, yeah. and, and gives it some kind of use and some kind of need, like, I need this coin so that I can buy this, yeah. right? For example, like, like if you want to buy, if you want to tr- buy a resource here in Australia, like mm-hmm. you need Australian dollars to be able to do it, which gives yeah. value to the Australian dollar. And that's why the U.S. is so valuable, right? Because there's so much commerce and trade mm-hmm. that happens in the U.S. and using U.S. currency. But if there's nothing, if this, if a coin has literally no application, it's worth nothing. Yeah. And that's exactly what this coin was. There was, it was used for nothing. And now. There's other like smaller cryptocurrencies and the promise is with those ones, they usually do a, hey, look, our coin isn't being traded for anything, but it actually is. And we've got all these, this this value stored up because we've got mm. these these algorithms and we're actually big time investors and we're using these coins and they make it very complicated and very technical mm. um, to suck you in and then people like lose their money. That's how like a lot of these scams are happening in the world. Yeah. This one was literally, this pastor was like, you should buy this coin because... Like it's going to grow and God is calling you to do this and it will be a blessing to you. And so this $3.2 million of funding that they secured ended up going to zero, to nothing, to nothing. And like all pretty much all crypto scam cases they found that the, the, the liquidity that was there, the money, the investment, the capital that was put in by investors was taken by this man and his wife who invented this coin and they were spending it on their lavish lifestyle and they were promising that, hey guys, you know, it's gonna it's gonna increase and whatnot. And the hope is that if he promotes it enough, people will trade enough that then the value will increase. But again, yeah. if there's no application, it's gonna go to zero and all of these people lost their money and this guy's gonna go to jail, like mm. for financial crime. And this person, uh Ellie Regalado he, you know, I just looked him up because he's. It says he's an online pastor yep. of a church. Uh, oh, I had the name in front of me before. It was like it's called like Grace Victory Church, which kind of sounded super generic. And I'm like, mm. but but you know, the articles that I've read about him so far, they assert that he is a pastor. Like he is yeah. in some sense, he is is a pastor. And and yeah, he just yeah, but literally committing financial crime. And, and I'm kind of sitting here looking at it two ways. Either he is like malignantly and maliciously committing financial crime or the other side is because the way the way that this crime has been committed yeah. like the way that it's been set up it makes him look so dumb because i'm like mm. how do you not avoid jail time from defrauding people out of their money mm, absolutely. and i'm like is he so maybe uninformed about how cryptocurrency works and you know that it needs some kind of application to 
make money is yeah. he's so uninformed about that that he just thought it would just increase in value if he sold it. I don't know what it is, but basically, guys, like, don't fall for these scams, even mm. if it's coming from seemingly a sincere place of of some application to do with ministry or whatnot. Nah, like, let's store up our treasures in heaven. If people are promising you to mm-hmm. get rich quick, there are there are other ways. There are other ways. So please just, just watch out for these scams. Uh, make sure you don't participate in them. Keep your money. You know, in your saving, and also I, I believe in investing, like in mm. in some sense, but in, in smart investment in real companies and not in a fake coin that someone is telling you is going to be expensive for no reason. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Joined by myself, Lawson, got Nikita as well here in the Breakfast Show studio, and Shell on the decks. Hey, get us our next quiz question. Yes. The third question is, which book written by John is the only book in the New Testament to not use the name of Jesus? Wow. Hey, if you know the answer, 0491-064-669. That is the number to text. John, obviously, a prolific writer mm. in, in the Bible, had lots to say. Not quite as much as, say, Paul, but had lots and <laughs> lots to say. That was a huge blessing. But... uh. One of his books, it doesn't use the name of Jesus. If you know what it is, 0491-064-669, you'll go into the draw to win The Wisdom of Solomon, which will be drawn tomorrow at 8.45 a.m. Again, that number is 491 You're listening to The Breakfast Show here on Faith FM. And right now for our interview, we have Jennifer Skews on the phone. Jennifer, are you there with us? I'm here. Jennifer, we are stoked to have you. It's, you're joined by myself and Nikita this morning to talk about all Great. things emotional health, as you know we always do, and it's always a blessing coming into the new year. We talked about New Year's resolutions last we, last year. Uh, last we week, were. I should say. Mm-hmm. We did. Is, which is a huge blessing. And so <laughs> the question is, what are we going to get into today? Well, what I thought we'd do is look at um, the like last year. One of the things I do when I get to the end of the year or into the new year, I look at what did I learn last year? You know, what happened last mm. year that was helpful and meaningful? Um, and what did I learn or what didn't I learn? And it helps you to set goals for the year ahead. But sometimes we don't reflect. We just keep going and don't look at, well, what do I know? And I think that's a good thing to do. So when you look at 223, what did you learn? So anything that stands out, you go, yes, that was a really good thing and I need to remember that or I'd like to work on that. Stop procrastinating. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's good if you're a student. I'm a, yeah, I am a, I'm a university student. I like that is a one <laughs> lesson that I definitely learned is stop. Oh, that's good. And yes. how did you do that? Because procrastination is an issue for a lot of people. Yeah, well, I'm still learning that lesson. <laughs> um, you know, still, still just jumping through those hoops, you know, and, uh, but yeah, like I think that that lesson became aware to me um, and it's particularly as like deadlines are coming up and mm. struggling with study and whatnot and, and, yeah. and trying to leave things to the next day because like, Oh, it's too hard now. It'll be easier later <laughs> when the reality, <laughs> that's almost never the case. Almost well, never the case. 
Okay. With procrastination, we've got to look at motivation, mm. right? Because you, when you're procrastinating, it's like you're stuck in it. You, you can't move forward. You've got no energy, no momentum. And therefore, to get motivated to do, to get out of that, you have to take action whether you feel like it or not. Mm. Yeah. So it's in the doing. And once we start moving forward, and it's not about how we feel. See, feelings can be fickle. It's like, oh, I don't feel like it. It's, oh, I feel, I just want to sit down and do nothing or whatever. So it's about, okay, I don't feel like it, but what do I need to do? If you're a student, I need to get to read that chapter. How about I just do it? And once you get going, you get, it, once you move the energy, you start getting motivated and you get out of procrastination. Mm, so right. it's, Mm. So it's something you have to make yourself do initially at times or start with something that you like doing and that gets your energy going. But um, if you've got a deadline, you've got to look at, well, what do I like doing when I study? I like to read or I like to do this or I like to just make points or whatever. So go to maybe something that is, is a bit easier and easing to it and get going. Yeah, it's like an exercise routine in a way, isn't it? You've got to warm up, yeah. stretch, and then you can get into the weights and the heavy lifting. Absolutely. And one of the things that's helpful, whether it be exercise, studying or whatever, is I find the night before I might make a little list of, uh, right, okay, what do I need to do tomorrow? Here's my goals. Um, and prioritize and don't do a huge list that you are mission impossible. That will demotivate you. Um, but if it's something that needs doing, like if it's exercising, get all your clothes out ready, you know, everything ready. You know, you drink to go or whatever. So when you get up, it's like, oh, no, I've got to put the clothes on or get myself a drink. You've got it all organized. Mm. And if, if it's mm. studying, you think, oh, this, I've got to get this assignment done. How about I get my books out and put them here next to my computer and have everything ready? And it's easier to get motivated because you've already started the process. Mm, it's right there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's that's awesome. And there, there are simple things you can do like that that make a huge difference to your energy, to your, mm. because when you procrastinate, you've got no motivation. It's mm. like your energy is sitting doing nothing. Mm. It turns against you. It won't propel you. So it's uh, – and they're all, there's always things we don't like doing. Oh. <laughs> uh, true. Uh, oh, yeah, i got a few of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, there, there are many things that are, that are a blessing to do that we don't like doing. I think, I think there's things that we do like doing that are actually quite harmful to us. And it's, you know, yes. so, so striking that balance, you know, doing, doing the right things. Uh, yes. and, and it's, yeah, often the good things that we need to do in, in the present time don't feel good. And that's a biblical principle. It does. God's, God's, uh, God's chastening does not feel good in the present time, <laughs> uh, but will be a blessing to us. How do you think that's we, like, right. mentally prepare for that? To say, That's like, it. I need yeah. to do this. Well, God can't work with procrastination and our negativity. Mm. And it's not about the feelings as a set of fickle. It's not about, well, mm. it's not about me feeling like it or I'll never do it. It's about me doing it. And then you can pray for help. Give me the motivation, Lord. Help me. Give me the energy. Get me going here. Yeah. And, uh, and that does really help. You know, you sort of do a bit of teamwork there and it helps to get the energy going. Um, so there's a lot you can do to help propel yourself um, and certainly um, starting the, like when you get up to, and you've got things to do. Sometimes doing the thing you really don't like much first. Mm. 
have it ready to go because once you get that one out the way, the rest of the day is easy. Mm. Definitely. Because you feel so like- it, yeah, so it's just things like that. And I think when it comes back to, you know, moving and energy is, and this is something I've learned, is to have a regular breakfast time where you, and it doesn't have to be huge. If I'm busy, I do really healthy smoothies and put in a protein component and do all that. And having that, and even I will have it out ready to get ready in the morning because it's easy just to get yeah, right. into things. Mm. So I find once you put that fuel in your system and start with adequate fluids and then have, you know, leave it a bit of a gap and then do your breakfast, it makes a huge difference. This is fantastic yeah. advice. Like I, yeah. I am, I am really blessed here because I think like uh, something off, man, I'm, I'm just getting into my personal life now. Uh, so, so I think a big reason I procrastinate is, um, yeah, like I, I spend a lot of energy here in the breakfast show in the morning and I come yes. back from that and I'm like, oh. I'll just take a break and then that, <laughs> that, that break extends a little bit longer. And because I'm a student, you know, I don't mm. have like set, well, I definitely have set deadlines, but it's not like I'm yes. just walking into a factory or an office space yep. or something where it's like, okay, yeah, if I don't it. do this by the end of the day, I'm going to get fired. It's like, yeah. you know, it's flexible. It's a bit more free form. And so I'm like, oh, I can rest. And then you've rested maybe one hour and then you've rested mm-hmm. two hours and you've rested and then it's lunchtime. And <laughs> I then don't it's need a hundred percent. It'll only be 50%. Yeah, that's so right. Pass. You eat lunch okay. and then you're like, Oh, I'm pretty tired after lunch. And, you know, that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. And I like, I've definitely been guilty of that. And so I'm, I'm really taking on board with what, what you're saying here that yeah. um, having that adequate preparation in the morning yes. enables yes, and- us to, yes. to be able to hit those goals. When you don't have a boss driving you, and I have to do the same, although I've got I've got appointments that drive me, I've got a structure mm. around that, but you have to put in a structure. And I know I find it harder on holidays because I've got no structure. I've got to create yeah, that structure. Yeah. And it's, it's easy. Then I think, oh, I didn't get all those things done. And then you beat yourself up. But putting in a structure and the brain can cope with the chunk. It's just sort of living in the present moment. If you look at, oh, I've got to do today and I'll never get it done and where do I start? But if you, this is why having a little list and going, okay, this is what I need to do. Like for you, when you finish your work in the morning on the radio, go home, have, give yourself, right, and have half an hour where I'm just going to sit and have my cuppa and do this. And then my book's over there. I want to get up and go and start reading. So yeah. you then look at the next step. Instead of all you have to do. Write this down. Write this down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> One chunk at a time. <laughs> no, nah, that's powerful. That's that's really fantastic. And yeah. Then, and then being able to just hit your points from there. Yes. Being able yeah. to, to hit your marks and, yes. and ultimately get Absolutely. what you need to get done. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what you're doing. And people who are now staying home, like a lot of women, they retire. Men do too. And it's, they've got no structure. So you mm. have to create it. And I find chunking it into bits of time and not keep looking ahead and think, no. And when you get that first chunk done, you feel so much better. Gee, that was good. That was easy. Mm. Right, what's the next step? It's like having a a one, two, three step. Mm. So uh, because this is where we overload the brain with all we have to do. And then you get anxious and feel stressed because you know, oh, I've got that deadline or I've got to go there and my friend wanted this and I haven't done it and you start projecting ahead and that's what anxiety and you become fearful then mm. and that's uh, not healthy. 
feel like mm. you're calling me out at the moment. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, I feel like many of our listeners are probably being blessed by this yeah. as well. Like uh, it's a, it's a huge thing that people start. I think I think maybe yeah. procrastination is I think something that keeps people from really living out their purpose and and achieving really great things. I have a question, oh, Jennifer. I, yeah. Yes. So how do you get I guess the habit of um preparing the night before for me it's like once once the evening hits it's like okay it's downtime i'm not doing anything yeah. else so how do i then switch to that. to um before bed okay i need to prep for the morning i need to do this and that because okay that's not something i've ever done <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it earlier mm. like you prepare a meal or you might uh, prepare to go to bed but part of that preparation don't leave it till the last minute so maybe when, because when you've eaten, and I don't know what time you eat, but when you have a meal in the evening, one, if you oh. eat too late, it's going to disturb the sleep cycle. Mm. But if you eat earlier before you stop, because it's good to do a bit of it, gentle things, exercise, be active a little bit for the digestive process without mm. overdoing it. So maybe that's a good time when you get up after a meal, clean up, do that, get ready for the next day, do it all in that chunk. Yeah. And not leave it because we we put things off that's that procrastination oh i'm too tired now i got to go to bed and yeah rolls over the next day and it yes. continues the same cycle again yes so it's all like you it's like we have a structure i have a structure in my day and i certainly i've got two siamese cats and uh, jack my boy cat he is just totally demanding so my structure in the morning the first thing is to get him his food <laughs> if not i get into trouble so it creates the structure and then I've got, you know, from there, that's the first step. I know that's going to happen. So things give you structure. And then from there, I've got the next step to do and the next step. And they might, I might change the pattern around a bit, but there are certain things I have to do to get ready for my morning. Mm -hmm. So, and the night before I'll put out, um, because there's certain things I like to drink or foods or whatever, I'll have that, a few things ready. So when I get up, I'm in a position where, oh, there's my cup, there's my teapot, there's whatever. So, because I drink a lot of herbals and that. And it makes it so much easier because it's sitting there in front of me and I don't have to think, oh, what do I have to get? Yes, very true. All right, step one, buy a needy animal. Okay, step <laughs> two. For right. Siamese, the, the uh, <laughs> Siamese I've got, the uh, seal points are the ADHD of the cat world. Oh, so wow. okay. they never stop and they talk a lot and they complain and they demand. Sounds like a husky <laughs> as well if you go and do that. That's so good. No, the ultimate one, I had a – we had like a little – Shetland pony growing up that oh, oh, we had okay. like four acres and that thing 5 a.m. <laughs> it's kicking the door like <laughs> our front door was so chewed and chunked out from oh, just sits there and kicks the door until you walk out and feed it like that's that's what it does oh, so you have dear. to get up there, oh, this sounds like a good plan like, yeah. I, I can't have any animals in my dormitory but you know I can find I can find something you know something, right. something or maybe maybe I need to get a needy person in my life who calls me really early in the morning or just nah <laughs> just kidding I, I don't know well you could me. do that or you could put I've got Got a, uh, I mean, these are just little tips that help people. Yeah. I've got a uh, couple of Bible apps, and I set them for a daily Bible verse, and one is oh, at seven awesome. o'clock. Oh, 
And that goes off and it's just a one verse and it's often, this is where God talks to us, it's often one I really need to read. Mm. Um, and then I've got another one at 9.30. So there are two markers I have in the morning that one give me a time frame but also give me a bit of inspiration or uplifting at that time because like most people, I can get up feeling quite down and depressed. Which people think, well, you're a psychologist or a Christian, you shouldn't. But the bottom line is physiologically overnight we can go into that space and we've mm. got a kickstart in the morning. So, mm. and I like others, like I'm talking to you, I have to make myself do it. Mm. So it's, uh, it's um, using those tools and getting the mindset to be able to do it that's very powerful. Mm. Absolutely. Hey, Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us this yes. morning to talk about, yeah, how I can stop procrastination. And hey, if any of our listeners out there, 0491 if you guys have any hit tips or rituals or things that you do in the morning to help you get up and get mm. out and get it done, let us know. Text us at the number 0491 Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.